A Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. They're like a lovely little couple, except they're not. Welcome to A Gay and a Non-Gay. Hi. <laughs> Dan um, and I just came out of a high-powered business meeting on Zoom. Um, By the way, what the fuck is Zoom and where did it come from? Like, how is this suddenly how we live our lives now? It's, it's gone from nothing, presumably, to being the only thing we can survive by i don't know i'm already bored of it you know you can change your background though and look really cool no i can't because my laptop's too old so that annoys me as well every time i'm on a zoom call (laughs) everyone's got hilarious backgrounds so we're having this meeting over zoom with i guess with a client sorry to be all linked in about it but i guess that's what they are isn't it anyway we're having this chat and they said oh just do us a quote and um james said what like a financial quote (laughs) like a financial quote has nobody asked you for a quote before what did you think they were asking for? A quote from Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech. <laughs> I mean, they might have wanted that. What happens when people normally ask you for a quote, which must happen quite a lot? Do you normally just send them back your favourite Madonna lyric or something? And you make us you make us look stupid by doing that. I honestly didn't know what they meant because what they said was, great, could you send us a quote? So I was like, cool, do you mean we're really excited or do you mean a financial quote? This reminds me of the time. This reminds me of the time my friend went for a job interview at a radio station and they said to her, oh, can you come to the station? And inexplicably, she went to the train station. (laughs) (laughs) Even more inexplicably, she got the job. Welcome to a gay and a non-gay. I think we should start the episode properly by uh, reading out a listener message from our Facebook group. Peeing in the same chamber pot with a friend or boyfriend is absolutely normal and not sexual. Dan, grow up and stop thinking that everything about gay sex has to do with scat or urine play. I curse the day you found out about water sports because you think that that's what all gays do, don't you? Oh, the tea has been spilled. Shout out to Mook on our Facebook listener group for such a savage message. That is some piping hot truth there, Dan. (laughs) So this is in reference to last week where it was revealed that James goes to the toilet at the same time as his boyfriend and consequently spends literally every minute of the 24 hours in the day together. Are you still doing that? What? Are you still doing that? Doing what? You heard. Do you know what? I literally don't want to talk about it because I think what Mook is saying is actually a really good point. The fact that everything to do with gay sex with you is about going to the toilet, you're in play, scat or whatever. is just so immature and it's quite boring, to be honest with you. So that's why I'm giving some big love to Mook because he's literally put the nail on the head. The nail is nowhere near the head. There's no head. Yes. There's no yes. nail. Here's the actual tea. You obviously want to go to the toilet at the same time as your boyfriend. Oh you, must enjoy, you must enjoy doing that, otherwise you wouldn't do it. So there's some enjoyment from it. And all I said last week was... Is- <laughs> Is it a sex thing? Which I suspect that it is, but you just don't want to admit the bacon. Point number two, it's not immature. I don't need to grow up when I'm asking that question because I'm asking the question because you brought it up. As Mook says, like, you need to stop thinking everything about gay sex has has got something to do with scat or urine. That's why you need to grow up. I don't think that's true. And normally you bring it up. For example, you brought up that club in Berlin where everyone wants to be on each other. I think we need to move on because you know that I've won the argument. Well, I have because I've got... got 
the listeners backing on this. Look, it's not just me that thinks this, Dan. It's you, now Mook in our listener group and loads of other people that have liked the comment. This is not a back and forth. This is a shutdown, okay? No, it's not. Again, you brought it up. Can I also just say, there's a comment underneath this one from Tracy saying, I knew a straight couple uh, where the guy would pee between the woman's legs when she was sat in the toilet. Again, James is bringing it up again. We've moved on and James is... is what? Uh, no, I'm just saying. Again, that is a very normal example of a couple cohabitating, getting on with their lives, and it, it's not at all sexual. What's he say? He weed where? In between her legs? Between her legs when well, she was sat down. That's a sex thing. No, it's not. Yeah, it when is. When you gotta go, you gotta go. I don't think so. What? So they both need the toilet so badly that that's the only way they can both go to the toilet. Bollocks. If it was that urgent, it's a guy and a girl. The guy would just have to go outside or use the sink or whatever. That's what you would do. So it obviously is. There's some enjoyment there from him doing that like that. There's no need to do that. It's completely unnecessary. It is a sex thing. And that's fine. Do what you want. But like, let's call a spade a spade. A gay and a non-gay. Can we talk about RuPaul's Drag Race? No. Oh, please. Why do we need to? Because there's a new season on and I really want to talk about it. I haven't got anything to add, have I? Apart from, is it really back again already? So... There's a lot of controversy going on this season because Sherry Pie, one of the queens, was recently found out to be grooming young actor guys in America online. She would say to guys on the internet that she could get them gigs in Broadway shows and stuff uh, by seeing them topless and to wank and other stuff on camera. And so RuPaul's Drag Race have basically edited her out of the season as much as they can. And she's been disqualified from the live final when that swings round. But it's really strange watching the show now because Sherry Pie is there, but a lot of her content is cut. I guess I'm asking, do you think that's the right decision? And I think it is to to delete her from the show as much as possible. But at the same time, it happened. And I don't know, like, is it the right decision to edit someone out of the show because they're shady? Yeah, I think it is. It's like with all the pops. So they repeat all the pops on a Friday night now on BBC4 and they edit there's no mention of Jimmy Savile. You know, he was never there. And that think... is a really interesting and alarming comparison. Uh... No, it's, it's, the, it's, it's the logical comparison to make. But so... it is different because this is a competition and all of the girls interact with each other throughout. So they've obviously left Sherry Pie in when she had to be there to make other girls look good. But on the whole, she's being kind of edited out. I guess it's just weird. Like I'm feeling watching it like... I wish I could see the full season. And I'm annoyed at Sherry Pie for being such a douchebag. Every now and again, a tune by the band Lost Profits comes in my head. And then I'm like, what is that amazing song? And then I'll be like, oh shit, it's by Lost Profits. And then you have to just get it out of your head. Do you know? If you don't know the backstory to that, yeah, Google it. It's, um, it's really awkward because the lead singer is called what? I'm glad you find it funny. No, um, isn't he called Lee or something? Or Lee Latchford or... He's called Ian Watkins. Right, which is the same name as the guy from Steps, Ian H. Watkins. So it's quite awkward because when that happened, I suddenly thought Steps were cancelled. But thank God it was just some indie band from Wales that were cancelled. Indie band, yeah. Good one. It's really awkward because she quite often wins the main challenges and they have to include her when that happens. So they basically include all her best bits and edit out everything else. Um, So she she doesn't appear in any of the private confessionals and was basically absent from the Snatch Game which aired this weekend. What's the Snatch Game? Oh my God. You know what? I literally knew that was coming and I just can't deal with you. I don't really want to get into it because you'll just accuse me again of being like immature or whatever. 
But a snatch is a derogatory term for a vagina. So Why what... is that a derogatory term for a vagina? Do I make the rules? It just is. Are you a girl? I'm happy to be told it uh, is derogatory, but I don't know why you're telling me. Okay, text a girl who's your friend now and go, yo, how's your... Well, I guess you can get away with it because you're gay. But I I couldn't text... Oh, really? Can I? I, I couldn't wow, that no, is a really true. controversial thing to think. I couldn't just text a girl now and be like, yo, how's, how's your snatch? Hey, Catherine, it's James. Obviously, you know that. Um, quick question. Is the word snatch offensive to women? Because I'm just recording with Dan and I need to know if I can say the word snatch or not. I have to say, I don't like it. I think it is used as, you know, as a derogatory term. If someone's, someone said to me, oh, you've got a really fit snatch, I'd probably slap them. Cheers, mate. So what's the snatch game? Everyone drags up as a celebrity and does their best impression. So I don't, I don't know how you missed this, but on RuPaul's Drag Race, the Vivian who won the show did an incredible impression of Donald Trump. Bag of Chips did an impression of Margaret Thatcher and they both started flirting with each other, which was obviously the most hilarious moment ever. I love the way you said, I don't know how you missed this. Well, obviously I missed it because I've never seen it. You realise you're literally alienating yourself from all of our gay audience right now. How? Because you refuse to watch RuPaul's Drag Race. I can't be into everything. I can't be across everything. I've never seen any drag that I've enjoyed. And I don't really like reality TV apart from The Apprentice. So it's highly unlikely that I would enjoy this show. You can watch it. If anything happens, let me know. But nothing seems to happen apart from what is it called? The Snatch Game? And like shit impressions of Donald Trump, which is... It doesn't exactly feel particularly original. Oh, wow, that was quite something. Spill that tea. Here's another thing that's interesting. This week, Aiden got kicked off the show. And I don't know if I'm right in saying this, but I feel like Aiden reminds me a little bit of you. And not because of looking like you or acting like you or anything like that. But she was very much the outsider. And I'm not calling you an outsider, but I know from conversations we've had that you felt like an outsider when you were younger. And Aiden was kind of alternative and her drag was very different to the other girls. The other girls were much more pop and Aiden was much more indie, I would say. I mean, Aiden had zero personality and zero banter. So definitely not like you in that sense. But in terms of being an outsider and the way everyone else dealt with her, I couldn't help but feel like you may have related to that. I'm looking at a photo of this Aiden person. I don't see the resemblance. But then again, they are dressed in like a red and white. I don't even know what you call it. Is it a jumpsuit? Is that what it's called? And they're covered in makeup. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, they're a drag queen. Well, you say that. Are they not low-key drag queens that are just like, don't have to like lather their face in makeup? Can you not just be a chill one? Does it have to be this over-the-top, overblown thing all the time? I don't even know where to start with that question. Why? <laughs> I guess you can be whoever you want to be, Dan. If you want to be a drag queen and you want to be a chill one, whatever that is, then you get your life. In general, you are putting on a show you're putting on a face you're hiding behind something and you're creating a different facet of your personality it's allowing you to embrace your feminine and your masculine at the same time it's about gender fluidity yeah but can you not can you not just do that in a chill way why are you so I, annoying today more than any other day i'm not really being annoying just because i'm asking a question i mean that's interesting because aiden actually aiden actually did some low-key drag at times and the judges came for Aiden saying that they should have made more of an effort. It's interesting what you're saying because actually, here's my question. Are we wrong as a community for coming for someone when they identify a certain way just because we perceive that to be wrong? Are we actually being exclusive rather than inclusive when we come for a drag queen for not 
living up to the expectations we have inside our own heads and maybe Aiden is a completely different kind of character and that's okay but instead gay twitter everyone on the show me we're all saying like god this person's awful this isn't this isn't good enough I mean I was kind of getting at that in a sense it just doesn't seem that you can just put on like a little bit of makeup or just put on a dress and be like I want to do some chill drag without like all these people whoever they are like sherry pie or whatever being like oh my god you're not you haven't made any effort or whatever it's also more than that though isn't it because it's not just in rupaul's drag race that we see this kind of kind of stuff flying around it's the same as body image like we feel as gay men that we should look a certain way and i know that's a lot harder for black and asian minorities when they see only white ripped gay men everywhere how can you live up to that and it's the same for me in a way like i don't feel like i can live up to their body image Here's the thing. Aiden was so dry. No banter. Not much of a personality. He really didn't fit in that show. I'm sure there's a place for her drag, but Aiden did pretty badly in a lot of challenges. So it was right for her to leave the competition. I guess I'm just asking, like, is it wrong for us to be slamming her? People on the, or on the internet saying this as well. Is that the... Yeah, this is gay Twitter. This is queens on the show. It's basically the vibe. I don't really know what goes on in this world or whatever, but it doesn't instinctively it doesn't feel that great to just be slagging people off on the internet particularly but it just feels a little bit nasty and then when caroline flack dies we're all jumping over ourselves to be like oh let's be nice to each other this is not to me doesn't feel like in the spirit of that at all personally but i have i literally i haven't seen anything that you're referring to so i don't know i could be completely wrong but as was well documented when caroline died people have feelings people can see what you write about them potentially and they just, I, know, I just don't really like it. Hashtag be kind. Have you ever been on the radio and had people like texting in saying that you're a dickhead or? <laughs> yeah. How do you deal with that? I deal with it well now. I didn't previously when I was younger. I used to get really upset. Now I think it's quite funny and I invite them to come on the show and to say that because I enjoy comedy that's deprecate, like self-deprecating. So to be honest, it's kind of in the spirit of my neediness to engage in that commentary on air well yeah i'd be like oh my god why don't you love me like what's wrong with you i sort of channel my exits with them i just I, i'm like wait a second what have i done that makes you not love me and yeah normally they can't really hack it so they just hang up and then i feel like i've won but yeah i just kind of feel like i'm talking to my exes i guess you're okay at dealing with that because you're confident enough to know that like well you know i've been on capital and i've been on these big stations so obviously i must be good no actually not at all dan i don't feel like i'm good That's not it. No, and I'm not confident. What are you talking about? I'm bullshitting my way through all of this. And the only thing that's getting me through it is knowing that I have to do it. And that sounds like a strange thing to say, but I do have to do this because I've set myself on a path. Yeah, I I could get out of it if I wanted to, but this is my entire life now. And the reasons I got into it when I was younger was because of my parents' divorce and feeling isolated and being gay and feeling alone and and needing to push through to be something so that people couldn't bully me for being gay. Because if they did, I could just turn around and say, well, I've got six million listeners. And that's the whole reason that I do everything I do. And I've tried to shift that now to be in a position where I'm helping others. And that's my ambition in everything I do now, it's to it's to make sure that I'm using my position to help others. And my comedy is another thing, obviously, that we've talked about that I've really struggled with. But it's interesting you saying like, oh, you're okay because you're confident now. No, I'm not. Part of the reason I sort of said that is because when I was on a rock radio station, I 
posted a photo on the Facebook of me and Alice Cooper. And I looked a little bit fat and the Facebook comments just flew in from people taking the piss. And I was like, oh my God, why are people being like this? And I am normally pretty fine with people taking the piss. But on this occasion, I was like floored by it. Would that affect you? Yeah, I guess so. I'd probably own it. I think that's how you overcome anything now. I think you own it. In fact, here's something interesting. When I was at school, I got bullied for having red hair, which I never accepted about myself. Then I started getting bullied for being gay. And before that had happened, I'd already come to terms with the fact that I was gay and I'd happily told myself, okay, cool. We're going to get through this, James. Everything's going to be okay. You're gay. Let's move on. So when I went to school and people bullied me for being gay, I would just say back, yeah, I am. And that would literally shut it down. Now, I'm not recommending that other people listening do that if they're in a similar situation. That was just my journey. But I did. I said it back to them and it shut haters down. It shut bullies down. They didn't know how to respond to that. But the second they would call me ginger, I would feel really weak and ugly because I hadn't dealt with that. If you own your shit, then people can't undermine you. But also, I was just like, oh my God, this is like rock people. This is supposed to be like a community and you're just taking the piss. The rock community is absolutely full of overweight people, disproportionately. But you would never just go up to someone at Download who is fat and just like take the piss, but you will do it on a Facebook comment. In that moment, I experienced a tiny, tiny, tiny percentage of what it's like for people like Caroline Flack, for example, or people who just get absolute, or Lily Allen, who just get absolutely pummeled all day long. And like, I just got like a tiny, tiny bit of that. And that made me go like, fuck. I think it's really interesting that we're both in different communities. You're a straight person, so you have a lot of privilege. But you would also correct me and say you're in the metal community, which is a group of people who like an alternative type of music to the mainstream. So that yeah. makes you feel like you are also in a kind of minority. And I'm in the LGBTQ plus community. And those are two very marginalized groups and yet we still have people within those communities that are dealing with their own shame and are hating we just need to check ourselves and be kind so i'm sorry i'm sorry dan for taking the mick out of your eyebrows what's wrong with my eyebrows you haven't plucked them like ever do you know what it is don't pick them now why are you picking them now that's well, gross because you, you're making me paranoid here's the problem i i do have tweezers is that what they're called i do have them but i keep they're so small they're a small device so I keep losing them. And now you can't leave the house. I'm certainly not, I'm certainly not going to queue up to go and buy some. So they're just going to have to, same with my hair and my beard and everything else, just going to have to stay until the end of this. Maybe I should put them on a key ring or something like that. <laughs> You're going to walk around with tweezers on a key ring. I used to have nails. You are so gay and I'm, I'm so proud of you. Find us on your socials at Gay Non Gay. Listen at GayNonGay.com or just search Non Gay at your fave pod app.